I'm broke. I don't have any money. And I embraced that. And I said, you know what? I know I'm broke right now, but I know I'm not going to be. And I know that I'm going to be able to overcome this. And I'm going to orchestrate my life and do everything that I possibly can in my life to move forward and to overcome this struggle. And when I did that, and when I embraced that, and I faced that struggle head on, and it took me years to overcome it. But when I did that, I grew so much and I learned so much from it. You are now entering a new paradigm. So here is my issue. I wanted to find the answers to life's biggest questions. Things like, how do I become happy and live with purpose? How do I make more money doing what I love? And what does it mean to be truly successful in all areas of life? My name is Josh Forty, at Josh Forty on Instagram, and I ask life's biggest questions and share the answers with you. My goal is to help you find purpose, happiness, and open your mind to new realms of possibility by helping you think differently about everything you do, know, and understand. On this podcast, we think different, we dream bigger, and we live in a world without limits. This is a new paradigm. Welcome to the Think Different Theory. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Think Different Theory. My name is Josh Forty, and right now, I am on a boat. Well, that's not entirely true. I am on a boat at the time that you are listening to this, but I am not on a boat at the time this is recorded. Because right now I'm sitting in Omaha, Nebraska, and I know when this is going to be dropped, and I know that this is going to come out when I'm on a boat headed to the Bahamas on the first official day of the world trip, which is absolutely crazy to think about because we are uh, under 10 days now uh, left. I'm not exactly sure. Let's see. Nine, eight, eight and a half, eight days left uh, when I'm recording this. Um, So we are, like I said, we bash it out a little bit, but... uh, When you're listening to this, when it drops, I'm on a boat, I'm headed to the Bahamas, and it's crazy because right now, as I'm sitting here uh, looking at a kind of a chaotic, I don't want to say a mess because there's there's organization to this this chaos here, but uh, there's stuff everywhere. My apartment, my office, everything is kind of torn to pieces. We're in the middle of packing and moving right now. Um, I don't, like, it hasn't really set in that we're about to go on this trip. It hasn't really set in that I'm going to be leaving here, and I think the reason for that is because I have been like head down, nose to the grindstone, like just hustling like 14 hours a day for the last couple weeks. And I have planned out basically every single hour uh, from eight o'clock in the morning when I get started with work to like 10 o'clock at night when I wrap up every night now until when I leave outside of like the, the very last day beforehand. Even that I have pretty much planned out. And so It just feels like I'm in this rhythm that's never going to end, right? And then one day I'm going to wake up and it's all going to be just gone and it's going to be insane. But um, it's interesting because it hasn't really set in. I don't really feel like I'm leaving yet. And, uh, you know, my whiteboard is still up. My backdrop is still here. Everything's still kind of, you know, in a full swing. And um, I finally got kind of like my first taste of realizing, oh, like this is actually going to happen because... uh, Yesterday, no, two, yeah, yesterday, yesterday, yeah, yesterday, we went through and uh, Leah is, is over here packing everything up with me. We pulled out uh, and packed up the kitchen. So I have no plates, no cups, no bowls, no pots and pans, no nothing. I literally in my my cabinets are, right now, if you were to open them up, there is one plate, two cups, and my mug, that's it. There's no pots and pans. Oh, and I have some silverware, but I've got no bowls even. The other day, or today, I wanted a bowl to put something in and no bowls. Uh, and so I'm having to use my cup. That's what my other cup is for in case I need to put anything in there. So um, 
that was kind of the first taste of like, whoa, okay, this is happening. And, uh, you know, I, I am going to be moving along, you know, with this. And, and now at the time you're listening to this, like I said, like, uh, I'm, I'm on the boat, I'm on my way, but, uh, having that feeling was like, it was kind of reminiscent of when I first got started and when I first moved out of my parents' house and when I got into my first apartment. Cause I remember when I first got there, kind of like that first night, I was kind of putting everything away. I didn't really have a whole lot of uh, silverware or, or like stuff, like uh, plates and, and, and all that. And I remember a friend of mine, her name was Holly. She bought me a, uh, a soap dispenser, this little black soap dispenser. It was a real cheap one. It was hilarious. And then, uh, some some silverware, like some forks and some knives. And that's like all I had um, the first like night or two that I was in my uh, my first apartment. And as I was thinking back to that, it was just amazing to me to kind of reflect back on how far that I've come from that first point of moving out to my, uh, my parents' house. And I remember when I first moved out of my parents' house, like it was months, if not years in the making, like I wanted to move out, wanted to move out, couldn't afford it, couldn't afford it. And then I finally had the money to do it. And, you know, I moved out and, and like I was planning down to like, you know, the last 20 or 30 or $40 uh, every month that I would, you know, to have to be able to pay for everything. And I would try to save as much as I possibly could. It was like, you know, 50 bucks a month or I don't remember the exact number, but it wasn't a whole lot. And I remember sitting there thinking, um, you know, I'm going to struggle for a little bit, but eventually one day I'm going to make it right. Like I'm going to go out there and I'm, I'm going to work my butt off. And I'm, I'm going to make it and I'm going to get rid of the struggle. That was kind of my goal. And that was kind of my, my thing is I didn't want to struggle anymore. I wanted to be financially free. And for me, becoming financially free, I thought would eliminate my struggle. And, uh, you know, I remember working so freaking hard. And um, when my friends would go out and they would be drinking or they would be partying or whatever, like I would be driving for Uber. And I just remember thinking, man, if I have time, I want to be making money with that time. While all my friends were spending money, I wanted to be creating money. And I remember thinking, uh, you know, if I made $100 in a night driving for Uber, I was just loving it, right? Like I was just on top of the world with it. I was like, let's go, right? And and I was very, very excited. And, um, you know, a lot of the nights I'd only make like 40 or 50 bucks and I would still be stoked about that. But I always loved when the weekends were there and I would literally be out till four o'clock in the morning on like Friday and Saturday nights driving for Uber. I would tr drive down like to try to get near the hot spots or whatever. And I lived in Fort Wayne, Indiana. So there wasn't a whole lot of people uh, there to begin with. I think there's only like 300,000 people in, in Fort Wayne. Um, so it's not like a huge, huge city. And, uh, you know, the, a lot of the rides were pretty short, so you didn't make a whole lot of money. But I remember hustling and flipping stuff and doing all that thinking, I want to get out of this struggle. I want to become financially free. And if I could just become financially free, then, you know, then, uh, you know, I would, you know, I would stop struggling. And what's interesting is, you know, fast forward to now today, as I am sitting here and preparing to go on this world trip and, and now on this world trip. And, you know, I can, I've been on a cruise before, so I can kind of imagine and envision what this is going to look like. Um, what's interesting for me is like, I wouldn't say that I'm entirely financially free right now because I think financial freedom comes when your monthly residual passive income exceeds your bills. And I certainly don't have that yet. Um, but I am certainly much more financially well off than I was, say, four years ago or five years ago when I first moved out. Well, I guess it would have been four years ago when I first moved out uh, four and a half years ago uh, of my parents' house. And, and I look back at that and I look at my life now and I go, you know, it's interesting. I still struggle. And I don't struggle 
as much financially anymore. And while, yes, I have my, you know, months when expenses that like go up or I have unnecessary costs, but like, I'm not someone right now that has to worry about how to pay the bills, right? I'm not someone right now that has to worry about, you know, where my next paycheck is going to come from. I'm very blessed and I've worked very hard to overcome that struggle. But it's interesting because your struggles change. And that's kind of really what I want to focus on here in today's episode is like talking about the importance of really embracing the struggle and, and focusing on what you can learn from it. Because one of the things that I've noticed in my life is that when I go and when I look at a struggle negatively, I oftentimes don't learn from that struggle as much as I could have as if I just embrace it. It's interesting in today's society, we're, we're very much uh, in this mode of like comfort. You know, nobody wants to struggle. Nobody wants to be in pain. Everybody wants to have it now, have it easy, you know, take the easy way out. And, you know, we literally live in a society and in a world where even our government, like we're constantly trying to remove pain and nobody, you know, everybody gets offended because they don't want to, you know, be in pain or struggle. And we live in a very soft society because nobody wants to struggle and, and, and be in pain. And what was interesting for me is, is like, I now have the capability because I'm you know better off financially than I was before to actually go and remove a lot of my struggles and a lot of the things, you know, a, a lot of pain. And, and what happens is when you do that is you lose the ability to have discipline in an area when you can just pay to have something removed. A, a lot of times, like that's not always the best option. And, um, you know, as I look back at where I was, this financial struggle that I faced, I couldn't get rid of it. There was no way for me to get rid of it except to overcome it, right? And when I realized that and I just embraced the fact that I said, you know what? Listen, I'm broke. I'm poor, right, right now. Or I don't have, I don't wanna say I was poor. I didn't have a lot of money. I was broke, right? Because poor is a, a mentality uh, and, and uh, you know, broke is not. Um, and so I'm like, I'm broke. I don't have any money. And I embraced that. And I said, you know what? I know I'm broke right now, but I know I'm not going to be. And I know that I'm going to be able to overcome this. And I'm going to orchestrate my life and do everything that I possibly can in my life to move forward and to overcome this struggle. And when I did that, and when I embraced that, and I faced that struggle head on, and it took me years to overcome it. But when I did that, I grew so much and I learned so much from it. And I always thought that once I overcame that struggle, once I got over that hump of financial independence and not have to worry about where my next paycheck was coming from, that somehow magically like I was going to stop struggling. Now, like deep down inside, or like, you know, or if you would have asked me, like I would was not naive enough to be like, yeah, I'm going to you know once I'm rich, I'm going to have no struggles. Like I would have told you that, uh, you know, I, I knew that I was going to struggle my whole life or have you know issues that came up my whole life. But deep down inside, somehow, some way, I kind of like magically thought that like once I had money, that a lot of my problems were gonna go away. And while certainly a lot of the problems that I had at that time went away, different problems came in. But now with money, with and once again, like I'm not stupid loaded rich, but I have you know, I have some money in the bank and, and, and have the ability to, you know, have options now. It's a whole lot easier to make struggles go away or at least put them off for a long period of time instead of embracing them and instead of being disciplined. And one of the things that I noticed um, during my time when I first started having money and when I first started making you know more money than I had ever seen before, I started to realize that I started to want to get rid of the struggle. 
anything that got in my way or that pushed me or that you know made me grow in any way or, or made me struggle, I should say, or that caused me pain, I just wanted to get rid of it. I was like, no, 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 I should not struggle. I should not you know, have th- these problems. Like they just need to go away. Rich people you know, don't have these struggles or don't have these things. And I, I tried to get away from struggle and pain in my life. And what ended up happening was I stopped growing and I stopped learning the lessons that those struggles and that pain brought me. Now, I am not someone that thinks that you have to live in this constant state of pain and struggle. Like I, I am very much pro-abundance mindset and, and pro-understanding you know, understanding that there's plenty of wealth and resources and everything to go around and that like you should not feel guilty of being rich or, or living a life that is you know where you have options and, and potentially even live in luxury. However, I do believe that struggle, daily struggle and uh, daily struggle is a good thing because the way to overcome daily struggle is daily discipline. And so when you can master the struggle by having daily discipline, what that forces you to do is it forces you to grow. And see, in today's society, what one of the things that I feel is that so many people are trying to get to a point in their life where, you know, they quote, don't have to worry anymore or whether struggle goes away. And what I'm saying is, is that that life doesn't exist. And when you are constantly going out there and trying to orchestrate or engineer a life without struggle, without pain, number one, you're going to be very disappointed to find that it doesn't really exist. And that if you think it does exist, really, you're just putting off inevitable growth and you're setting yourself up for a very disappointing future later on down the road because you're not going to be growing. And guess what? the resources that are allowing you to kind of go through and and push away all those struggles or pain temporarily are going to run out because what got you to having those resources is growth. And what brought that growth was discipline and overcoming that struggle. And so when you get rid of that struggle and you stop growing, then you're going to run out of those resources. And so for me, one of the things that I've really learned to appreciate and learned to embrace is embracing the struggle and understanding that like, hey, excuse me, every single day is going to be a struggle. Every single day, you're going to have to do things that you might not want to do. But having the discipline to stick to a routine, having the discipline to do the hard things is the thing that is going to grow you, is the thing that's going to get you to the next level, right? I always was like, you know, one of the reasons that I was afraid to travel or that I didn't want to travel uh, early on and, uh, you know, up until recently was I was like, man, someday I'm going to have so much money that I can travel wherever. Right. And then once I have so much money and I'm just stupid rich that, you know, I can do whatever I want, then I never have to worry about finances again. Then I never have to worry about any problems again. And life can just go hunky, hunky on its hunky dory way and I'll be good. But then I realized, like, I'm just going to have different problems then. You know, there's always going to be things. Life is a a game of solving problems. And yes, there's other elements to that and having fun. But throughout your entire life, no matter what you do, you're going to face problems every single day that you have to go out and solve every single day. Right. And so a lot of what we do is problem solving. And so the bigger the problem that we have to solve or the bigger the struggle, the bigger we have to go and force ourselves to go out there and rise to that occasion. And so you think about it, if you were to go run a race and the race was one mile long, the preparation or the struggle that you would have to go through in order to prep for a one mile race probably isn't that much, right? If that was your only goal. But if your goal was to run a marathon 
or your goal was to run, what is it, an Ironman where it's you, you bike and you swim and you run. Like the preparation that goes into an Ironman is ridiculously harder than running one mile, right? People train for months or even years to go run an Ironman and they embrace that struggle and they go into it so that when they get to the Ironman, they get to the goal, they have the strength and the perseverance to go through it. And so every day right now, you might be like, well, you know what? I don't have any big goals right now. Or, you know, ah, I'm not going to need that into the, in, until the future. I'll level up or I'll change my attitude or I'll change my daily habits or I'll change my diet or I'll start learning when I get to X, when I get to there, when that comes up. The problem with that is when that opportunity presents itself, if you start then, then guess what? You're not going to be ready and you're not going to be able to compete. Imagine tomorrow someone came to you and was like, hey, I'm going to give you a million dollars in cash, but you have to run a marathon. I mean, you have to run an Ironman tomorrow. Would you be able to do it? If you have not prepared, the answer is absolutely no. I don't care how much you think and how strong you think you are and mentally tough you think you are. 99.9% .9 of people that have not trained for an Ironman could go out and complete an Ironman tomorrow. And so when, if that opportunity presented itself, you wouldn't be ready because you didn't embrace the struggle of actually going and preparing for something like that. And so when you're chasing your goals, when you're going through life, every day you need to be disciplining yourself because you need to be preparing yourself for the next level and for the next challenge that ultimately rises up because there is going to be challenges in life. There is. Every single day you're going to face something and then some days or weeks or months or years are going to be harder than others. You know, I look at myself this year and I've been through a lot this year. I really, really have. And I could sit here and I could complain and I could try to throw it off and I could try to, you know, blame everybody else and I could play the victim or I can embrace it and I can go, you know what? Yeah, losing my brother was really hard. Yeah, a lot of family drama and stuff that came up was really hard. Yeah, a lot of things that happened in business weren't fun. Yeah, a lot of these things, you know, weren't my first choice. However, through every single piece of those, what I tried to do was I said, okay, I choose to accept this and go, you know what? This is what's been put on my plate. I am going to embrace this struggle and I am going to go in with a positive attitude and I'm going to learn as much as I possibly can through this. And if I can learn as much as I possibly can through this, I'm going to come out the other side that much stronger, that much more well-equipped, that much more of a better mindset and a better mentality. And I can't tell you like how much I have grown and learned through the death of my brother. Like it has been absolutely insane. And, you know, obviously if I could snap my fingers and bring my brother back, I would. However, the way to look at it is not go, oh, woe is me. My brother is gone. I had a choice and I could have done and I could have sat there and I could have gone into a horrible spiraled out of control depression. I could have gone and been an alcoholic or I could have blamed the helicopter pilot or I could have, you know, done all these different things. And right now, you know, my brother died back in March. It's October right now. All right. So you got all of March, April, May, June, July, August, September. That was over seven months ago, right? So over the last seven months, I could be sitting here right now, depressed, sad, not have learned anything and just have my life in shambles and be upset and depressed the whole time. Or I could have chosen to do what I did, which was, okay, what, like, how do I respond to this best? 
How do I go out there and learn? How do I make the most out of this situation even though this situation sucks, right? Now, I'm not saying that you have to, you know, I'm not a David Goggins type person where you should look for pain every single day and put yourself in as much pain as physically, humanly possible. But what I'm saying is, is that you need to embrace the struggle that you are going through. You need to challenge yourself. You need to push yourself because when you do that, guess what happens? You grow, you, you get to the next level, you prepared. When you go and face a battle, when you go into a difficult situation, you are only, go, you're not going to rise to your potential. You're going to fall to however prepared you are. So when you're prepared very, very well, guess what? You're going to perform very, very well. But if you're not prepared, if you haven't trained, if you haven't learned to embrace what like has been given to you on a day-to-day -day basis, you're going to fail next time you hit that battle. And so next time you look at a struggle and I do this, I try to do this every single day, right? Whenever something bad happens or something that's inconvenient, no matter how big or how small, I try to look at it as an opportunity. And I try to go, how can I learn from this? How can I grow from this? I lost a bunch of money. Great. How can I learn and how can I grow from this? My, my brother died or passed, you know, passed away or like, how can I learn and grow from this? Oh, you know, something didn't go well. How can I learn and grow from this? Right. I'm sick when I don't, you know, when it's super inconvenient, how can I learn and grow from this? So like every single situation, if you just go and you embrace it, all of a sudden that thing that is so terrible and that you think is such an inconvenience suddenly becomes an asset because it is now pushing you to become a better person. It is now excuse me, forcing you to level up. It is now like you are now using that to your advantage. And, you know, everybody has their own unique advantages. Nobody has the same story. We all have things in our life that make us who we are and that have made us who we are today. And the people that are much further along in life, that are much more well-prepared and that have gotten the most, made the most out of life are the people that have taken circumstances that were not great and embraced them and made the most of that circumstance and made the most of that situation. And that's what I'm talking about when I say embrace the struggle. Go through it. Don't try to get rid of it. Now, I'm not saying like you have to be dumb about things and like, oh, if your car breaks down, don't tow it. Like, of course not, right? Like fix the problem. But what I'm saying is when there's an inconvenience, embrace it and go, all right, how can we fix this? How can we overcome this? How can I go through this? Not how can I run away from my problems and just hope they go away? Because if you run away from your problems and hope they go away, they will always come back to haunt you. Every single problem that I have just avoided and run away from in my life has come back to haunt me. And I think that that's so crucially important to understand. And I also really truly believe that one of the ways that makes this very easy to accomplish or much easier to accomplish and embrace is by surrounding yourself with like-minded people. We have some uh, interviews uh, coming up on this week's podcast that are just awesome with some really, really cool people. And uh, I'm, I'm really excited for you to, to go through and listen to them. And you'll notice that like both of the people that I've interviewed, like they've are either a part of or have created a community of like-minded people. And they got around like-minded people that help them get to where they're at. And that's like what's, it's so important. If you're around a bunch of negative people, you're going to be negative. I remember I was, uh, I was at uh, a, uh, the 10X Growth Con back in February of this year. I think it was in February. Yeah, it was over my birthday. And it was a Saturday 
it was the day before the Super Bowl and I was sitting back in like the VIP networking area down on the floor and I was talking to, I don't know, there was probably like five or six people that were there and we were all networking and hanging out and I was talking about social media and doing my thing, providing value, right? And uh, this one girl asked me, she's like, hey, like I want to do, you know, start this agency, this company or like whatever and, you know, do all this stuff. And uh, so I like walked through and I was walking her through everything and I was like, well, what, what are your problems? Like, why aren't you able to go and like have success with this? And she's like, well, my family is super, super negative. And I'm like, well, then like get away from your family. And she's like, well, I can't, I live with them. I can't afford to move out quite yet. You know, the reason I'm here is because I got a free ticket because I, it was like a military thing or something like that from her family that she had gotten in. And I was like, listen, the reason that you are where you're at right now is because you are surrounded by negativity. I was like, when do you get the most amount of work done? When do you feel most productive? And she's like, well, when I'm around like-minded people, when I go to events like this, I'm like, exactly, you've got to get around that. And the single greatest thing that was holding her back was a negative environment because every time she tried to embrace the struggle, every time that she tried to go out there and do something and push herself to the next level, people just tore her down for it. And when you're not around like-minded people that are also embracing the struggle, There's only so much you can do. There's only so much you can take before you will inevitably fall. We all fail. We all are going to mess up and play the victim from time to time. We're all going to, you know, go out there and get disheartened and feel down and depressed. But when we're around like-minded people, it makes it that much easier because they're going to continue to lift us up and bring us to the next level. And so I told her, I said, what you need to do right now is not focused on building a business. I said, your entire job right now, your entire focus should be networking and getting around like-minded people. Get out of that negativity. If you can't afford to get out of it, walk to the library every day and take your computer with you and get in a program or get around other people, uh, you know, like network with other people that are gonna lift you up. Get around positivity. And that's what she went ultimately went on to go do and, and, and committed to that. And so it, that, it's so, so important to get around like-minded people. If you don't know any in your local town or you don't know anybody that's around you, find them online, network with them, join a program simply for the networking, simply build relationships with people that are gonna force you to go and do this and to continue to push you to rise to that next level. When you embrace the struggle and when you realize that you can learn so much by pushing through and going through that rather than trying to avoid it, you will excel and exceed so much faster, learn so much more, and hit so many more of your goals than you ever thought possible simply by going through and forcing yourself to grow by embracing that struggle, all right? All right, I hope that helped. I hope that was uh, you know beneficial to you there and um, th- that, that all made sense. And this was really on my mind today because, and I, and I kind of wrap up and end with this kind of point, was like, I'm sitting here going, travel is kind of scary to me. And it's not because I'm afraid of flying or that I don't like traveling. I love traveling, but I also like having a home base. I also like having things organized. I also like, you know, knowing my fixed bills every month. So I know how to plan. Like I like all those things. So travel and all this inconsistency is very new to me. So this is a new struggle. Now, going around the world on this trip, I know 100% 100% is the, the next step for me and that is the right thing to do and that I need this in order to learn and be able to move forward and to be able to grow. If I would have let the fear or the struggle of not having everything in perfect order overcome or like uh, overtake me and I would not rise up to that, I would never leave and I would never be able to go on this trip. But because I go, you know what? It is gonna be a struggle for me to go and leave my 
perfectly orchestrated life. It is going to be a struggle for me to live out of a suitcase for two months or for four months. It is going to be a struggle for me to not know where I'm sleeping until like a week ahead of time. Like these are going to be struggles for me. And I could sit there and I could use those as excuses or I could make them all try to go away or I can rise up to the task. I can embrace it and go, what can I learn from this? How is this going to make me a better person? And I've chosen to go and do that. And I'm very, very excited about that. So uh, I think the next episode that you're going to hear from me personally, I'm actually going to be recording it as uh, as we're gone, which will be super, super exciting. But I wanted to leave you with that point. I was thinking about it here tonight. I think that's very, very important. I think that that's something that we can all learn from. Embrace the struggle. All right. I'm not saying you have to go seek it out, that you have to go be brutal to yourself, put yourself in pain. But I am saying that when faced with struggles that we are all going to be faced with, running from them and trying to get them to go away is not the answer. It's just going to cause more problems down the road. Embracing them is going to excel you forward and allow you to hit that next level and accomplish more than you ever thought possible. All right. All right, guys, that's all I got for you on this episode. I hope you learned from it. Let me know what you thought in the DMs on Instagram. Hit me up at Josh Forty. J-O-S-H-F-O-R-T-I on Instagram. You know where it is. As always, hustle, hustle. God bless. Do not be afraid to think different because those of us that think different are going to be the ones that change the world. That is what we do as free thinkers. We think different. We act different. We do it differently. And we're able to go out and achieve things in ways that people never thought possible. We stand for truth. That is what it means to be a free thinker. I love you all. And I will see you on the next episode. Take it easy, fam. Peace. Yo, what's up, guys? You've been listening to the Think Different Theory with myself, Josh Forty, which I like to call a new paradigm of thinking. And real quick, I got a question for you. Did you like this episode? If you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread this message of positivity and making the world a better place is if you leave a review, a rating, and subscribe to the podcast. What that does is it basically tells the platforms that this is out on, that you like my stuff, and that I'm doing something right. So if you could take like three seconds out of your day and subscribe, leave a rating and a review, I would be forever grateful for you. Also, I want to hear from you. I want to know your feedback, your ideas and your questions for future episodes. So be sure to hit me up on Instagram in the DM at Josh 40 or via email contact at thinkdifferenttheory.com.